and welcome to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Stephanie Johnston, your host and founder of the Journey to Health and Happiness. I'm a former corporate ladder climber turned health coach on a mission to lead women ready to step to the edge of their lives to welcome in more fulfillment, more health, and most importantly, more joy in their midlife. Each week, I'll be bringing you juicy conversations with incredible women who are stepping to the edge of their lives, rebelling against the narrative, and bravely going after what they desire in their work and their lives. I'll also be dropping in here solo to share thoughts and practical tips to encourage you to activate more health, happiness, and joy in your life. If you're ready to step to the edge, if you're desiring more out of this season of life, I invite you to stick around. I'm so glad you're here. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. If this is your first time tuning in with me, I'm Steph Johnston, and I am so excited that you are here with me today. Our topic today, three ways to cultivate more joy in your life. And if you know me, you know I love to speak on the topic of joy. I love to share ideas and ways that you can welcome in more joy into your life. And today's short, sweet episode is just going to be three amazing strategies that you can use to cultivate more joy in your life this season. Now, as I record this episode, it is just past Halloween. The radio stations are already playing Christmas music. The stores are filled with gift-giving ideas, and Hallmark is already deep into its countdown to Christmas. All that being said, the holidays are upon us. Now, depending on where you live and what you celebrate, that may mean different things to different people. For our friends and family in the U.S., Thanksgiving is quickly approaching. While here in Canada, I am shifting my focus towards Christmas. This season that we are in has me thinking about what's ahead. Hopefully lots of parties and gatherings, lots of time with family and friends. I know personally I am craving the in real life experiences and moments. Looking forward to lots of great food and memories that will be made. But what also comes to mind when I think about the holiday season includes competing priorities, long lists of things to do, commitments, and expectations. Both the expectations that we place upon ourselves and the expectations that others place upon us. And on top of all of that, if you happen to work in an industry like retail or service or hospitality, where this is also your busy season, it can start to feel like a lot. And what happens when things start to feel like a lot? In my experience, we begin to deprioritize the things that will support us most and potentially bring us the most joy. So with that in mind, I'm seizing the opportunity to be the whisperer to remind you to cultivate joy this holiday season. Think of me as your coach here to guide and support you. And if working with me one-on-one is something you're curious about, remember, you can always reach out. I'm here for that conversation. Supporting you to achieve your goals is absolutely my love language. But let's dig into today's episode. Let's talk about three ways to cultivate more joy in your life. So number one, my number one tip for you today, stop chasing your day. If you know me, you know, I love to be up early. 
I love to be up before my family, although being up before Kyle is next to impossible. (laughs) He's an early riser. I love to get up while it's dark and make my way to the kitchen, brew a cup of coffee and just sit in the dark in my cozy chair as it sits in the corner wrapped up in a blanket and just be. I love to take that moment to just sit and be. As someone who worked a crazy schedule filled with lots of travel and expectations on my time, this 30 minutes I take for myself in the mornings feels like such an indulgence. I sit, I drink my coffee, I enjoy my coffee. Some mornings I journal, most mornings I pray and meditate. This time, this space that I create for myself before the day begins allows me to ground into my intentions for the day. How do I desire to feel today? I take a few minutes to think about what I have coming up in the day. I think about how I want to show up. How can I be fully present in my day? And what would it take to make today a great day? I set those intentions and then I lean into those all day long. The truth is, if you're waking up and hitting the snooze button and then rushing into your day, you're in what I like to call chase mode. That is not how I want to start my day. I did that for years. I have no desire to start my day in chase mode any longer. And if your kids are waking you up, you are already lost. You are already chasing. It is such an unbelievable feeling if you are rushing out the door, trying not to spill coffee on your shirt as you rush to work, you're most likely already feeling like you're behind the eight ball. I see you. If this is your experience right now, I see you and I understand. That was my experience for years. And the truth is the impact on your health can be significant. When you're in that persistent state of stress, your sympathetic nervous system is triggered and thinks you're in fight or flight mode and clicks into stay safe mode, right? Our nervous system, our inner workings, they want to keep us safe, right? Our brain wants to keep us safe. And so as we are in this triggered fight or flight mode, All of our other systems, including digestion and immunity, begin to slow down. So this holiday season, as we approach this holiday season, I really want to encourage you. I want to invite you to think about how you can welcome in more ease to start your day. Because I promise you, with ease comes joy. So what is a way that you can stop chasing your day and welcome in more ease. I understand that if you are somebody who works shifts, this might look very different than, you know, the 5.30 a.m. that I get up. Find something that works for you. Create a practice and a ritual for yourself that allows you to ground in before you begin your day. Stop chasing your day and welcome in more ease and more joy. Tip number two, move your body. <laughs> if, you all, if you know me, you already knew this would be on the list somewhere. Am I right? I may sound like a broken record here, but the truth is a body in motion stays in motion. 
And sometimes that can be really challenging. As the holidays approach, many of us experience increases in stress and moving your body in a way that feels really good to you can be an incredible way to reduce your stress and boost your energy. And we're all going to need that little boost of energy to get us through and to really be present and to enjoy and not just survive the holidays. This is what I'm talking about. I want us, I desire for us to thrive this holiday season, not to just live and survive. Now for you, this could look like a sweat dripping cardio class first thing in the morning to get your blood flowing and your energy pumping through your body. This could also look like a restorative yoga class at the end of a long day to allow yourself the space to breathe and reground. My one tip here though, schedule it. This may seem a little extreme and maybe a little A-type personality, but I'm serious. When you plan your week, schedule time for exercise. I think we can all agree that during the holidays, if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't happen. And these weeks and months will go by quickly. Seize the day, my friend. Find a way to move your body in a way that is joyful for you. For me this holiday season, I am seriously considering bungee workout classes. Have you seen these online? I'm just starting to do my research, but it looks like so much fun. And I love the idea of a sweat that is also fun. So for me, that is a beautiful way to welcome in more joy. For you, it may look like dance. It may look like yoga, as I mentioned. What I'm encouraging you here to do is select something that brings joy to you. And that may change day to day. It may change week to week. Listen to your body and welcome in that movement that is also going to bring with it more joy. And then finally, tip number three, calendar review. You might be asking yourself, calendar review, how is that going to bring more joy? How are we cultivating more joy in a calendar review? Okay, this may not be a task that everyone loves or even does on a regular basis, but stick with me here. I promise you, this one can be a game changer. This is all about clarifying what activities will bring you joy this holiday season and which will not. I suggest my clients do this at the beginning of each month and each week. Take a look at your calendar. Make sure you've accounted for anything you have coming up, whether that's work, meetings, things that are happening in your business, in your family, any extracurriculars that are happening. Get those all on the calendar. And don't forget, we just talked about movement. So don't forget to add in those um, hours and times when you are going to move your body. And also don't forget holiday events or parties, things that you already know are coming up. I know invitations are already starting to flow. So make sure you get those on the calendar too. And then you really need to think about how do you desire to feel? And so here's where I will say, once you have everything on your calendar, I invite you to take a moment, perhaps consider taking a few deep breaths and then review where is your calendar already starting to feel overwhelming? Are there things you can say no to, to create more space? This can be challenging for some people, but what I would really encourage you to do is think about as you are reviewing your calendar, as you're looking at 
Maybe it's invitations that you've already said yes to or commitments that you've said yes to. If when you review that on your calendar, you get an emotional response, there's a a physical manifestation of how you feel. If it doesn't feel good, it's probably time to say no to that. And remember, no is a complete sentence. Then I want you to think about what are the activities you'd love to do this holiday season? You've looked at where you can create space in your calendar, and now you have this space. Fill that space with activities that are going to bring you joy. Maybe it's attending the Santa Claus parade. Maybe it's going ice skating or a dinner party with close friends. Maybe it's a weekend away to just relax and enjoy. Remember, you are in control of your calendar, and sometimes that means saying no. Sometimes that means saying yes and creating space for things that will fill you up. Saying no to activities or people who drain your energy, who drain your joy, can be empowering. And I encourage you to instead replace that space that you've created, fill that space with activities and people who bring you joy. This is how you're going to cultivate more joy this holiday season. One of my favorite ways to align my activities, my actions, and my commitments is what I call a desire map experience. When I was first introduced to this exercise, it literally blew my mind so much so that I became a licensed desire map facilitator. Through a series of exercises, I now lead my clients to get clear on how they most desire to feel. From there, we select a word that represents the feeling we desire. Once the word is selected, you can measure activities and commitments against it. For example, my word for 2022, which I selected on my recent birthday, is magic. I desire to feel magic. I desire my clients to feel magic when they work with me. I desire for you to feel magic when you're listening to these podcast episodes. I desire to experience magic and create magical experiences for others. Knowing this, I now choose what I say yes to based on that. I promise you a desire map experience can offer tremendous clarity, ease, and joy. And if you're curious about desire mapping and how this might work for you, I invite you to head over to my Instagram, drop a note in the DMs. Let's chat. I even have a workshop coming up next month that you may be interested in joining. Connect with me and be among the first to know about when registration for this course opens up. So let's recap today's episode, all about three ways to cultivate more joy this holiday season. So number one tip. Stop chasing your day. Create the space at the beginning of your day where you can ground in, set intentions, and really decide for yourself how you desire to show up in your day and what you desire to experience in the day. I promise you, this is life-changing. The next thing is tip number two, move your body, move your body in a way that feels joyful for you. Move your body in a way that creates energy for you and allows you to fuel your energy. Choose activities that fuel you. Choose activities that are restorative for you. 
Choose movement that is joyful for you. And finally, tip number three, calendar review. Get all of those activities, get all of those commitments onto your calendar, and then take a look. What can you potentially say no to, to create space? And with that space, what do you desire to do? Maybe you want to leave that space open. Maybe you just want to create space so that you can breathe and not feel so rushed this holiday season. Maybe in that space that you're creating, you want to schedule in something really fun, the Santa Claus parade or a hike on the first day of snow, whatever that looks like for you, get it into your calendar. We know that at this time of year, things will pop up and it is so important that the things that bring you joy are prioritized and an easy way to prioritize them is to put them on your calendar. These three practices will support you in welcoming more ease and joy this holiday season. I encourage you to put them to work for you. The holidays are fast approaching, and now is the time to reground in the practices and activities that fuel our mind, body, and soul. Thank you for being here, my friend. I am so grateful that you spend this time with me here each week. And as I rep wrap this episode, I encourage you to take one small step today in the direction of your dreams. Take one step towards your edge and allow yourself the opportunity to live the life of your dreams. Until next time, friends. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review. Then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know would be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge. Or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health, and more fulfillment.